Welcome to Fridge Buzz with the Fair Twins for all things minutia. We're musicians. We're not playing live shows at all. And we, so we don't have any reason to practice really. And so we decided, you know what? How, how else could we get our attention and feed our ego? Let's do a podcast. Well, we started the podcast because we felt that our conversations, the minutiae of the daily kind of kitchen sink conversations, we just felt like that could be um, entertaining for, yeah, for someone a, to we hear. We have a massive ego to think this is entertaining. Yeah, we do. For sure. Okay, right. I don't think I'm an egotistical person. That's not though. what I said. I, I like to make people laugh. Everybody has. Have you not ever read anything by that guy? By that guy. No. Yeah. No, that guy. Nope. Not that guy. No. The guy who, um, Oprah, and I have his book and it's like. Stedman. No. <laughs> Great cat name. But um, what happened to Stedman? Nobody talks about Stedman. I, I, I'm not Is sure. Is he alive? Uh, Can you Google that? Someone screaming? Yes. Weather vibes. What's today's weather vibes, Steph? Sum it up in two words. Brisk promise. Brisk promise. That's how I would sum up today's weather vibe. Brisk promise. Brisk promise. Boring text of the week. Uh, I was wondering if you could let me know the most boring text of the week. Mine is from you and it is as follows. I have your salad bowl. That's it? That's it. Oh, okay. That's the most boring text of the week that I received. Okay, here's one. I just fell asleep briefly. <laughs> That's dull. That's really dull. Feel free to email us any um, topics you'd like us to cover or any comments you have on some of the topics we've already covered. The email is thefaratwins at gmail.com. Here's something. How come we haven't moved on or upwards in the printer technology? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you have a printer in your house? We have a printer and uh, it's out of toner. So we ha- of toner. haven't used it exactly. since. How come we're still in the dark ages with printing documents? Yeah, I do, agree. Do you know what I mean? Like, how come this technology hasn't come further? Yes. Uh, it's a it's frustrating for me. Yeah. Um, we recently bought a printer because, you know, as the kids get into school, there's more documents to print off and just, you know, like receipts and things like that. When you when you go get treatments and stuff, everything's emailed to you, all the receipts. So I said to Cody, we need a printer. He didn't really agree at first. And the reason he didn't really agree is because we had a printer a few years ago. He threw it out because we never used it and it always ran out of ink, right? Like that's the perpetual problem yeah. of owning a printer is it's never got ink when you need it. No. Like where where is the advancement in this technology? Well, I we're think still- the solution might be to buy more ink. I know. How come no one ever like stocks ink the way they stock toilet paper? Yeah, it's how true. come ink didn't go flying off the shelves when COVID first hit? Yeah, why was it toilet paper? It, should, yeah. it feels like it should be like printer ink. Yeah, because it's so like such a rare thing. Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about. I sounded like Avril Lavigne there about. Um, I've been thinking a lot about. I don't know how to not say it like that because you're Canadian. I mean, I don't know. It's undeniable. Um been thinking a lot of the times about uh, all, all of the years we spent playing music and pursuing music as a career. And I, I, I've been thinking about like so many lessons learned, right? Like so many lessons learned. Is there like one massive takeaway um, that you've, that you can think of now that you're so distanced from the pursuit of the record deal? I guess I wish I, I overall put less effort and, um, thought and concern in what people wanted us to portray, sound like, be, act Mm -hmm. like, perform like. I wish we just sort of embraced 
what it is we were, are, even if that was mediocre at best, or even if it was... Yeah, we got very distracted by outside opinion. Yeah, and I think it sort of, I think it can... It can help you sometimes shape who you like. I think it definitely helped sometimes. Yeah, like it can make you a better performer and, you know, like as specific as like using the stage like to its full capacity and really projecting and performing or whatever, you know, if you're going to go down that way. Looking at it now, at the age I am now, I would just be more really wholeheartedly like truly this is what it is yeah I don't have a category for it unapologetic like not every song I write can fit into a genre that the pull the drop down menu on a application has so I would be less concerned about that and just it's almost that advice dad gave us like a hundred years ago is like as long as you're enjoying it right and you Mm -hmm. hear you hear people say that but it when you strip that all away and you you you, now it's just truly a hobby Mm -hmm. now you kind of understand why you have to enjoy it because is that would you say that's the best advice you've been you'd ever been given when it comes to music yeah the best advice I have ever been given and I remember it exactly was from Uncle Steve and he said to me never be too shy to play and I'll tell you I am yeah I I haven't taken his advice I can get shy to play for sure I don't think I'm too shy to play I always I usually always want to play. I'm just never sure if everyone wants to hear me play. Yeah, because that's, yeah, it's insecure. That's your shyness. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's, some people don't care. Yeah. And and, 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 and and just as a sidestep here, isn't it so interesting? Because I don't feel like the music industry, and it hasn't been that long, right? Like, I would say it's been, what, eight years since we stopped actively pursuing a record deal and a career in music. But think about how much has changed now because... Anybody can can kind of be well known now with YouTube and like social media and all that stuff. It's just not the same. And even when we were in it 10, 15 years ago, like really deep into trying to sing for record labels and trying to get that, that at that time, it felt like it was so different from previous years. But even now, like, I don't even know why you would pursue it because it's such a small, it's, it's even smaller than it was 10 years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it. It's, you, I know you, I don't because you need it a feels record, bigger. No, you need a record deal even less now because yeah. you can just do it on your own. You, you, nobody needs a record deal to put your music out there. Look at us. We can get our music on Spotify. We don't need a record deal for that. I just can't imagine like say me and you tomorrow. We're like, you know what? We're going to take new headshots. We're going to do this and do that. It, the, the path is so different now. Like why would you even do that? When I think back on our, um, say, call it a decade of performing live together, like with a band, without, and I think of all the shows, the inside shows, the outside shows. I mean, they're all flooding back to me. Yeah. Do you remember that one outside show? And we were in some kind of field and there were leather jackets legit flying all around the stage. So we're performing while leather jackets are like... No, I don't remember this. Yes. Was that the wedding we played? No, in- it wasn't. No. no, it wasn't a wedding. I have a massive problem with leather jackets. So... Yeah. I'm surprised I don't remember this. I must um, have blocked it out. Yeah, you're in. We were in like a field, and I just remember leather jackets like going rogue all around us. Do a big, loud, open mouth note when you know that is flying around, like horrifying. No side note: leather jackets have no flight skills. None. No, it's, none. They're always sort of in. Um, they look like they're in a panic. Like, yes. If they don't land somewhere, they will implode. <laughs> They're just like, help me out. Yeah, it's not steady. It's not linear. It's just, it's just panic. 
I remember one time we played Roosters. Does anyone out there listening from the Lower Mainland remember Roosters in Maple Ridge, the country bar there? We legendary. played legendary. Yeah. Well, it had its time. Yeah. I um I remember we played a show there and we loaded in all the drums and stuff. I remember literally loading the big bass drum out of the venue. Like we are done playing. Okay. I'm carrying the big kick drum. And at the time I had a huge crush on the bartender there. And I remember I was walking out after the show and he came out the door and like to like see if I needed help or something. And I legit fell backwards holding the bass drum. (laughs) And I just thought, yeah, that tracks. I remember being just mortified and also just looking really silly because I was like on my back like a turtle. Can you think of a best and worst show off the top of your head? I know we did so many that you'll never fully know or remember all of them. But can you think of a best and worst show? I'll start with best show. One of the best ones that comes to my mind right away is when we played, I think it was called The Yale. We were opening for One More Girl, our friend's band. Terry David Terry Mulligan. David Mulligan uh, introduced us, right? Remember that? And it was just an acoustic show, me and you together. And um, he gave us high praise after that. But but even more than that, I thought we sounded really good. You know when you, you play a show and you just know you you nailed that show? Like there was way more good than bad. And you nailed it. And it's the best feeling in the world, like the best endorphins in the world when you've played a good show. Um, worst show, well, probably when I ha- we played that wedding up in Kelowna or something and I had like diarrhea. Do you remember? I just would have to leave the stage and you'd Doing have to Doing any over. job with diarrhea sucks. Yeah, you just like, yeah, it, to, to, to do something with Rhea, just it's not great. Oh yeah, it's like it's and like then, come why back, God and, and no no and then and then it was I had to use the outhouse which was just off site of the stage from the reception area so I had to keep going to the outhouse and back and you know talk about being like you know what I think I'm gonna quit this job. <laughs> Fridge buzz. So I made some phone calls this morning because I want to get Presley into some summer activities, get her used to being away. So I called this place to inquire. I think it was a gymnastics place. So I have to leave a voicemail, but I just, um, while they're telling me the instructions on the voicemail, I ate my cereal. And so I, I knew I'd be finished the, the crunching by the time. It's pretty rude. No, 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 because it's recorded, right? So I'm waiting for the beep, but I knew I'm going to swallow it in time. But then the beep went, so the, the, the red light is on to record. And all of a sudden, I can't get a word out. Like there's food stuck in my throat to the point where I can't speak. So I'm trying to clear my throat. On Amateur. This vo- Amateur. I'm trying to clear my throat on this voicemail. And I'm like, my name is Debbie. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Sorry, excuse me. All that uh, six oh four. Sorry, like it was the worst voicemail. They haven't called me back yet. Yeah, like I'm so embarrassed. Oh, you're entertaining them for the day. I, for a split second, I'm like, do I hang up? Do I hang? Is that the best? And thing then you here? call back and be like, hi. So that was me. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't because eventually, like, cleared. So like the rest of my voicemail was normal, but the beginning was so embarrassing. <laughs> I think that's good. So here's a here's a story. My neighbors are selling their place. There's been lots of open houses this past weekend. It's pouring rain yesterday. So unfortunately, we couldn't have all the kids playing outside out front to let potential buyers know, hey, listen, it's loud over here. Just know what you're getting yeah. into. No, no false pretenses that yes. you're in a quiet nook. No. And, you know, because he was seeing some older couples um, come walk through, lot, lot, a different array of people, that, lots of different ages, you know, through open houses all weekend, right? So he's like, well, we we're, we need to make sure people understand that it's loud here. Like, like it matters, like we have any control over it, right? So pouring rain, Sean opens the garage and brings out one kid toy and leaves it outside. As to give the impression of kids live here. We don't want to give the impression that it's always this quiet because we're very loud. There's three young kids in the house and it, we're always out front. We, we, we have a, a tendency to take over 
over the area, uh, you know, even if we try not to. Yeah, no, I kind of get it. No, I but I was like, what's the point? And also, you're giving the impression there's one child. We have three screaming children here. Leave three toys out. Make it look chaotic. No, like, leave three toys out, one in the middle of the road. Yes, like the way it normally looks, yeah. right? He just leaves one one out sitting there all day, and he feels like that was sufficient. And the day before, there was an open house, and it was actually uh, overcast, but we were outside. The, the timing worked out perfectly. My girls were having just a massive tantrum. And normally, I would take them back inside. Like, we don't yell like this outside. School. But this time, I let them sit on the, the stoop with me. And they were just screaming and crying. And I was just, like, looking out aimlessly. And I just thought... Let let these people know what they're getting into if they live right Honestly, next to me. I think I think that's you're doing them a service. You know, it's like it's like if you moved in and didn't realize someone has has the loudest dog ever that barks all day long. Like you'd want to know. Yeah. Yeah, you know? so I just, I let them cry outside and I was just like, well, this is what you're getting. Know it. Uh, honestly, I think that's, I think that's a really like considerate thing to do. Yeah, it's in- just too bad that all day yesterday. Instead of just no going one- up to them and being like, we're really nice. We're loud as hell. Yeah. But we're nice. We're nice people. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, you got three young kids and your kids are particularly loud. Like they just yeah. are. So it's, but, it's. But I'm loud because our family is loud. Yeah. Like we grew up very loud. Yeah, so I think I think honestly, you're doing them a service by by letting them get a, a, a like kind of a sneak peek of what it could be like daily. Yeah, well, for the f- few people that saw it yesterday, and then the one car really nail on head pulling out that one toy. But you do you drive by houses, and if there's kid toys on the lawn, you're like, oh yeah, fridge buzz. It's riveting stuff. Riveting. How come sleepovers as you get older aren't as fun? Like, remember as a kid, sleepovers are like the best. They're so exciting. Like, it's like... Because so, you get to leave the regime of your parents. But like, what age do all of a sudden sleepovers sound horrifying and like miserable and... As soon as you hit your 30s. Is it 30s? Yeah. Because in your early 20s, staff, we would crash at friends' houses or whatever. It didn't matter. Do you remember that friend vacation where we all went up to Penticton? And we stayed in that like duplex house, but we had one side. And yeah. I don't, how many were there? there was like 20 Way too of us. many. More than 20 of us. People were just like lined up in the living room on sleeping bags. Yeah, I remember that video of Pete getting hit in the head with the pizza box. Do you remember how, remember we ha- had that on slow-mo and repeat? Who hit him? Um, was it Jord? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that in your early 20s, mid 20s, I guess it's acceptable to just be on a hardwood floor in a sleeping bag. Like, yeah. No. Can you imagine? No, we'd never do it now. Now it's like I won't even fall asleep on my couch. I don't even want to go to a hotel room, to be honest with you. Yeah. I- I'm such a delicate genius with sleep. If everything isn't just right, I, you and are. I don't know how. You I have don't. many sleep rituals for yeah. sure. No, it- I don't know how to get comfortable in a bed with like a different pillow and different sheets and blankets without thinking about all the other strangers who slept in it I can't I can't enjoy it and then if I look hard enough like has the bed skirt been washed probably not then I think about how nasty the box spring must be yes and I I don't I I actually there's not much more unappealing to me at this juncture in life than a hotel room I have to tell you going back to sort of the topic of a delicate genius what are you a delicate genius about I know Courtney yeah yours is sleep yeah uh, I think mine is sleep too, fully. Yeah, it's just because it's so fleeting at this stage of life. Yeah, it's like when you get it, you're so thankful. Yeah, yeah. When you get a good stretch of it. 
Well, yeah. And, um, but, but yeah, I'm a delicate genius about that for sure. And I'm a delicate genius about things like my coffee in the morning. Is there a, uh, an actual definition in the dictionary for the urban dictionary for delicate genius? Can you look that up for us? It's um, a great band name, by the way. Delicate genius. The delicate genius has a policy. Don't disturb the delicate genius. Delicate genius no, needing we'll to be handled carefully. Yes. In order to get the best out of their special abilities. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's the definition. That's you, that's you and your sleep for sure. I can hear the babies coming up. It's a shame. Yeah. They want more Lucky Charms. How many bowls of Lucky Charms does it take to keep babies uh, quiet? Half the box. I would say more. Fridge buzz. Someone should really help the crying Somebody child Somebody should upstairs. help that crying child. I believe it's your turn. Mm-hmm.